Today's daf is daf chaf alef, and let's begin from the mission again. So we're discussing the placement of your eruv tchum, and importantly, we said that your the where you place the tchum has to be accessible during benesh mashot from makom shvita, the place where you decided that that will be your uh, where you're centering your eruv tchum. That's where your makom shvita, where your so-called dwelling place, is going to be. So the Gemara begins, If you place it in a tree above 10 Tvachim from the ground, we're going to explain in more detail today's stuff, exactly this case. However, your Makom Shvita is at the base of the tree. The assumption is you are in Rosh Hashanah You wanted your Eruv to be in the, meaning the, the food that you're setting aside for the Eruv to be in this tree above 10 Tvachim from the ground. The assumption is it's going to be in a way that it's in Rosh Yachid. So therefore, you're not able to access it. On during uh, Benashmor, shot the, uh, when the when the Shabbos is coming in, meaning if you were standing there at that location where your makom shvita is, you wouldn't be able to take the food down. So therefore, eruv it's an eruv it doesn't work. However, it's If it's below ten tefachim from the ground, then you'd be able to. Then it'll be an, it would work. So we'll explain how that works when we get to the Gemara. I've already probably said too much. Let's continue. No, but if you put it in a very deep pit, I feel like even if it's hundred more deep, and you want your Makom Shvita to be in that location, I raise the Eruv because then your Makom Shvita and the Eruv are in the same Rishut, they're both in Rishut Siyachid, and technically if you were there you'd be able to access it. Fine. Next. Nanu Barosha Kanel Barosha Kuntras. Kuntas, sorry. Um, now here what's happened is you place it on top of a reed, a very tall reed, or some sort of pole, in Rishut Saramim. It says, provided that it was not attached to the ground, meaning it was severed was talush, and then you drove it back in the ground. The Gemara is going to have to discuss this for us when we get there. Even if it was haramot high, harazi eruv would work. Even if, like, technically, how can I reach it? No, it would still work. We'll see how that works when we get to the Gemara. Next, let's say you put it in a cupboard. And you lock it up. And you lost the key. We say harazi eruv, it's still okay. However, Rebeleza says, Im ein komo ein eruv. If you don't know where the key is, so you can't open it, you can't access it. Again, we'll have to discuss the debate here. Then it would work because you can't access your, your eruv on the onset of Shabbos. Okay? Uh, during the time of Ben Ashmashor when the eruv tchum is kona. That is a Mishnah. There's a lot to talk about, but let's go jump into the Gemara now. That's the case. So if you recall, we said in the Mishnah that makes a difference where you place this Eruv Tchum inside the tree. If it's above 10 Tvachim, no good. If it's below 10 Tvachim, it's okay. However, and the Mishnah says, Even if it's below 10 Tvachim, you wouldn't be able to actually metaltel, um, access it or take it when Chabas comes in. So Gemara says, I don't understand. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. But then it says, if it's below three tvachim from the ground, then it's mutar. Now, the assumption is here is that it's what you're not, not allowed to what's called mishtamish ilan. You're not allowed to use a tree, okay, or things that are in a tree and things like that. So therefore, out of concern, you might sort of break a branch and pick things from the tree and things like that. So therefore, if it's in the tree, you can access it. But if it's within three tvachim from the ground, say on the roots or a slow branch or something like that, then it's as if it's on the ground itself and then you'd be able to act, start taking the Eruv on Shabbos from it. So the Gemara raises a question. It says, I don't understand. Bekasha, im Eruv vo Eruv, ye mutar letaltalo. Im asu letaltalo, ye Eruv, Eruv vo Eruv. So this is, again, we've said the basic assumption is, on the onset, of, as Shabbos comes in, you have to be able to access in your Eruv for the Eruv to work. So if you're saying that on Shabbat, I cannot access, I cannot take from this Eruv, the natural food, 
if it's below, again, below 10 Tfachim from the ground. So how does it work? How does the Eruv actually take hold? How does it take effect? So we say, no, Ra'ui la'avor al-shut v'lo'ochlo. That is because why? That because the issue of make it, taking the Eruv from this tree that's sort of hanging in this tree is one of a shvut, meaning it's the Isud Rabbanan. That's what's called Mishtamesh Bi'ilan. And however, during Benash Mashot, as we've been saying, the, the, they weren't Gozeh Shvutim. I've said it generally, they weren't Gozeh Shvutim, but it's really the way that if you look on the Shukhan Aruch, it's meaning if it wasn't Letzorech, meaning for Letzorech Mitzvah, and generally the placement of Rav Tchum could only be for Letzorech Mitzvah. You couldn't just do it for Stam. So therefore, that's why during Benash Mashot, the Eru, if you like, the, the, the Isu Shvut, the prohibition with Rabbanan of being Mishtamesh Bilan doesn't, doesn't exist during that time. And that's a critical time when the Eruv is corner, so that's why it works. So Gemara says, if that's the case, if that's the case, what difference is it with, with, where it's placed in the tree? Even above the tree, the assumption is the only issue when it's higher up in the tree is also being Mishtamesh Bilan. But the Gemara then explains, like we kind of said in the Mishnah, we're talking about Rabbi Yehuda B'Shem Rishmul says, Tipta Shaita Korato Arba. We're dealing with the fact that the trunk of the tree is four wide. Ah, so therefore, if the trunk of the tree is four wide and you're placing it above 10 Fachim from the ground, you're now in a region of a Rishos And that, that's the issue. So during Benash Mashot, that would be Isuduraita, not an Isudurabanan to access, take the roof down from there to where you're standing at the bottom of the tree where the Rishut Zerabim is. And therefore, you cannot access it even during the Mashmashot, and that's why the Eruv wouldn't work. Okay? So in other words, if it's above 10 from the ground, the issue is that of a Isudor Reitzer to access it. To the Makom Shri, from the tree to the Makom Shrita. Nothing to do with Isudor Rabbanan. Therefore, it doesn't work. Once it's below 10 from the ground, the issue is, oh, either Mishtamesh Bilan, or taking from a Karmelit, all these other different dinim, they're all the Rabbanan. And therefore, that's why the, the Eruv would work. Okay, um, fine. Let's continue. So Amar Abmana v'hush tia rushos arabim makafatomi called sad, and also be'omer shvita to tachtav. So the point is, is if we're saying that it's above ten tefachim from the ground and that's rushos yachid, it must be that this tree is situated mamash completely within the rushos arabim, so surrounded by rushos arabim. Because if not, and and also add to the point, you want your shvita to be at the bottom of the tree, like on the floor. Because then, by those are the two critical components, because then that makes your Makom Shvita be in a Rishus Arabim, and, and their roof being up in the tree in Rishus Yachid. Because if it's not surrounded by Rishus Arabim, it could be, then, it, then what would be is the base of the tree would be a Karmelit. So therefore, even if it was high up in the tree, above Tent in the ground, you would be taking from Rishus Yachid, technically from Rishus Yachid to a Karmelit, which is an Isud Rabbanan, and then the then the Eruv Tchum, uh, sorry, the Eruv Tchum would be Kona at that time, because you could access it during Benash Mashot. That's point number one. The second point is, is I want my Kom Shvita to be at the bottom. What? Mashma what? That if I wanted my Makom Shvita to be inside the tree, even though on Shabbat I can't climb a tree, to be there, during Benash Mashot, when the Eruv is Kona, the Eruv Tchum is Kona, I could climb the tree because the issue of climbing a tree is only Shema, I might end up breaking a branch, Mishnah Bilan, things like that. And again, during the Benash Mashot, Lotzorach Mitzvah doesn't apply. Okay? So there's two ways it could be in a tree above Tent Fachim, either that it wasn't completely in the center of Shrasarabim, or that you want to be up in the tree. 
So again, the assumption is makom shpedas at the bottom, and this trays in the middle of shasrabi. That's why it doesn't work above ten tefachim from the ground. Now let's continue. The Gemara now continues the brighter. Now we're going to correct a few things as we go along here. This is uh, the Reb Chaim goes by the Shinuk Girsa of the Korbanator here, and he says as follows: Let's say you put your eruv in a basket and hang that basket beilan in a tree. It says afilu lemala maasarat tefachim. I added the word afilu, even if it's a bad fit ten tefachim. Eruvo eruv, it works. You see, I'm changing as I go along. The asul atal tlo, but you're not allowed to access, take it out. Okay. So interesting, I put a basket in a tree and that, and it's above 10 fachim of the ground. It's different to what we said our Mishnah. We said our Mishnah, above 10 fachim, above 10 fachim of the ground, you're in trouble. Correct? So we have to understand what's happening with this basket, firstly. And secondly, when you, as it continues, it's below 10 fachim from the ground, eruvo eruv, eruv works, and change the word again, so the first important point is that this, that the ton of this brighter here is that it's mutalishtamish pitsideilan. You're allowed to use, there's no Isud Rabbanan at all to mishtamish pitsideilan. That's why I can take it down if it's hanging in the tree below 10 fachim from the ground. Okay. Um, but the question is what's happening when it's above 10 fachim from the ground hanging in this basket? Why is it okay? We'll get to that in a moment. But let's continue. If it's below three fachim from the ground, then it's absolutely mortal. There's no question. Again, whether that's part of the girsa or not, that's um, probably, probably take that out. Okay, now the gemast. For kasha, I don't understand. If you're telling me when it's in this basket, above ten fachim from the ground, that it actually works, then you're Why can't I access it? Why can't I take one on Shabbat? Why can't I take it out? Asur, and if it's asur if I can't take it out because it'd be, if, if you like taking shusayachid or shusarabin, then lo yeruv be able, I shouldn't be able to take anything out. I shouldn't be able to, uh, uh, the, the eruv shouldn't work, like we've been saying in the mission. So what's this funny case with a basket hanging above ten from the ground out of this tree? What's going on? So Rav Acha b'Shem Rav says Now this is a really interesting case. What it means is it's in the tree. And what you can do with a basket is I can tip it in such a way that the basket is now below 10 fachim from the ground as a result of turning it or uh, tipping it. And then I'd be able to then access it. Now, there's a lot of questions on this. Like, aren't you, by the virtue of you doing that, turning into a rabbin? A lot of questions, firstly. But I want to add an extra point that Reb Chaim says. What are we talking about in that case? And this is, I think, based on a, a, a point of chazonish in a moment. <laughs> and can I, can I just ask how do, how yeah. do you tip it? With your hands? Go on. How do you tip it with your hands? Yeah, you, with your hand, you sort of swing it like it's on a hinge. If you like, it's hanging off a hook. Are you using so you so before anything else, you're using a tree on Shabbos now? Okay, now, but one second. If you remember, we said according to this opinion of this bright you're allowed to use because it's hanging off, let's say, a hook on the on the, on the tree. Okay. So like you're swinging it that way. That's according to this opinion. So that's, that 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 points we we'll put aside. That's the, that's the, that's the, the, the how do you say it? the least point you say? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that least of our problems. Um, but let's let's just add an extra detail here. It says bright and mayri. What are we talking? arba. Now I'm not sure if you learn, if you remember the Yerushalmi the Bavli on the section. We're kind of mixing two different sugas together. There's a case of the tree and also the case of the pole. But but like, I'm going to confuse you now. But anyway, bright and kishein arba. The tree itself isn't four wide. The trunk. Above. 
The reason why it's considered Shusyachid is because the trunk in combination with the basket together, it mashems Shusyachid. The Kevan Shurlohovcho, the Kalkala Altsida, since you can start turning, if, if you like, this Kalkala, Ulamaet, and therefore reduce the Rochab Dalad, the Tulo Haber Shusyachid is no longer Shusyachid. Then it's okay. Therefore, you'd be able to take it. So that's a different different way of uh, it kind of explaining it. That it's almost like it's only a shasiyachid when it's there. As soon as you turn it, it's no longer a shasiyachid anymore. Okay? And therefore, you'll be able to take it out. So that doesn't necessarily have to be kind of like we explained in the beginning. That's just the basket itself is dalada dalad, and you turn it, it starts going into, into the shasiyachid. Sort of out of Rishosiachid into the region of Rishosarabim, if you like, below Ten Fachid. This is kind of like in Mavat Rishosiachid. But on that other point, by the way, the Bible, when I said there's a, there's a toss from the Bible that asks a question, let's say, let's, let's, let's look at other case, which is, I think, a bit like the Korbaneda explains it, where forget it's not Rishosiachid combining with a tr- trunk like, like the Rabchaim, but let's say it itself is Rishosiachid hanging in the tree. Um, then as soon as you tilt it down, why isn't it considered like you're taking Rishosiachid to Rishosarabim? So the Tosfot gives two answers there in the, in the Babli. One is it's based on the concept of Aged Klishma Aged, which means since we've seen this before, that the, like the, the Kli being as one unit is considered one unit, if you like. And the fact that part of, as you, it, by virtue of physics, as you tilt one end of it, the other end's still going to be inside above 10 back from the ground. It's, it's not as if you've moved the whole Kli from that Rosh Hashim space into Rosh Hashim So it's still kind of there. Ah, but once that little piece is now down, there's a Shusiachid's rubbing space, you can kind of take it out. That's answer number one of the Tosfot, which is maybe a bit difficult to understand. However, according to the other, the other opinion, this is the second answer of the Tosfot, he says, no, even if you don't rely on Agej Kli, when you tilt it down, it's not inside the Shusarabim on the ground until it's on the ground. So therefore, what's the din of something that's four by four, assuming it's the whole basket is four by four? And it's on an angle, and and it's not, re- and it's above, like above three, four tefachim from the ground, but below ten tefachim. It's a din of what a caramelit. Okay, so fantastic. So you've turned it around. You've effectively gone from a siachit to a caramelit, and then on the onset of Shabbos, you'd be taking from a caramelit to to um to to Rosh if you like, and all those things are issues that are midrabanan and lo gozesh for midrabanan. That's I think the way you sort of have to very uh, delicately navigate out of this sugya. Okay. And that's how he explains it. Now, the question is, what's the, why did Reb Chaim say this case is talking about where it is, uh, the Koratoh is mitzdarf with a basket to make that Erosh initially before you t- tipped it and didn't say that, oh, we're talking about a big basket, like, a, like I, I was explaining just now. And I, th- I think it's based on the Chazonish because the Chazonish says is that if that wasn't the case, then the basket, once it's tilted, would st- and if the tree itself was again four by four at the top, it would be considered a chore rishosiyachid, like a hole in rishosiyachid. So even if it's dipping down below ten, like the, the top of the tent fachim, it's considered a hole within rishosiyachid. So it would still be considered rishosiyachid. You wouldn't be able to take it out of that, even with tilting it. That's why it must be. I think the, the way he explains it, it must be talking about the. It's. It's. Uh, I, I'm assuming that's why the way Reb Chaim explains it. That's why it's. You're almost mavatel the din rishosiyachid when you tilt, tilt it down, so you don't have, run into the problem of chorei rishosiyachid because hole within rishosiyachid. Okay, so that's a little bit more eon than we normally do, but otherwise, it's just very hard to understand how it's tilting it, sort of kind of making it work. 
Um, but let's uh, okay, let's continue. Um, so that, again, you, now because you can tilt it, it, it works. Um, and by the way, that kind of works nice, nicer because it's that language. I'm a format. Okay, let's continue. What if got a bench? That's again a tun brushes rab. It's in brushes rab. It's gavo aserat. It's ten ten fachim high and four wide. So it's a shusayachid. I want to put my erev on that. Ah, isn't that going to be a shusayachid? Once again, they came and show uy lahopvos. Since I can tip it on its side, umavatel shusayachid jaba. And here that fits in much nicer with Reb Chaim because you actually mavatel shumi shayachid completely from it. And amra, that's why the erev will be erev. Okay. Um, again, and all the, uh, the, there you can't rely on, I guess, you probably have to rely on the other, you know, the Tosfot as you tilt it down, it's sort of, um, turning into, into the din of a caramelit, probably. That probably works a bit better. Okay. Back to the Gemara now. Umutar letaltalo. What does it mean, mutar letaltalo? Why is it that you're allowed to, in this, as we said in this brighter, take it out from this tree when it's below nine fachim, like, again, just below ten fachim from the ground? Or so, so the Gemara says as well. Here we've got Here this takes us to the, the Mesecta Sukkah. When I've got two walls that are man-made and one wall that's basically made by a tree. Or or two walls that are made by tree or trees. And when the third wall is made by Adam, you construct it yourself. We say the sukkah is kshera. The ain olin la beyontov. You cannot go into this sukkah on yontov. Okay. Now we need to fill in the gaps here with the rebchaim. I'll tell you why. It says as well. The ilan mishamesh ledofan shlishi. This is the case of velo hayas sukkah al gabeilan. Don't think that we're talking about with this. This, this sukkah is a tree house. That's not the case, as you may have learned when you learned in mishnayos. Ela ilan hayal ledofan. All it is is this tree is acting as one of the one or two of the walls. The sign ain't olinla beyond when it says you're not allowed to go sound olin sounds like going up. No. Means you're not allowed to go into it. Why? The kok nisada sukkah always the lashon of going into a sukkah is nakilashon aliyah, is uh, going up. And I don't think that's for some sort of chasidish reason, but rather because most people at the time they would make the sukkahs on their houses, on their roofs. So all in the sukkah was a lashon going up into your sukkah. So again, to understand this case, we're talking about all in the sukkah, meaning we're not going up, climbing into a tree. The issue is just the trees are forming some of the walls. Now, what's mishtamesh bi'ilan? When it says, ve'enolim biyomto, why? Shehashach nismach ala ilan, because the shach itself is, is resting on the ilan. Ve'chayshinam, you're concerned, shemayit lechafetzav, that you might start hanging your other chafetzim, your other objects, your pots are like on the tree itself. So the concern is, now, very important, the way Racham explains this, not the schach itself is mishtamesh bilan, that when you come in the sukkah and, you, and the schach is resting on the ilan itself, you might mishtamesh bilan. Okay, somebody, you might climb in the tree, you might start picking things off the tree. This is an important point again, Rabbi Chaim. Is that the fact that you need the schach for shade, love, that's not considered tashmish. Because you're allowed to mish with the shade of a tree, so therefore the schach resting on the tree to provide shade, that's not considered mish The concern is you'll go in and then mish Okay, that's the side to rush for that. 
However, importantly, you're not allowed to use a tree. Despite the fact the stach is resting on the sides of the tree, I'll explain why. And your mishdamish bit standing. So the Gemara says, amar eruv And how can you say therefore here? It says below ten tefachim. The eruv works, and you're allowed to mishdamish mutal letadlo. You take like, take things out of davim in other words, so I don't understand. In the case of sukkah, we were choshesh of being mishdamish bitzleilan, and in this bright, it sounds like you are not choshesh to mitzvah bitzleilan because, as you said, if the arrow were placed in the tree or hanging in the tree, if you like, below ten tefachim from the ground, you're allowed to mishdamish bitzleilan. You're allowed to take the, your arrow from it. So, how do we resolve the two sukkahs? What's the difference? There's difference between Tzideilan and Aleilan. I read Reb Chaim. This is all like, really important. It says, the Sukkah Mairisha Meschech Al Guf Gag Ha'ilan Tavikilamala. You're sort of, you're putting the Schach on the Ilan itself. Okay, that's Mishab Al Gavilan. That's no good. However, Kan case is Mishdamich Mitzab, meaning Hacha Talula Kalkal Be'ilan Al Yedeyatel. How did I hang up my Kalkal and my basket with my roof? I hammer in a sort of peg on the ilan and then hang it on it. That's stide, that's sade ilan. So there's a difference between gufa ilan and sade ilan. Okay? The hayatet it's studying. The law recreates sade in the ela devar hatachub ilan. Because sade ilan, which you're allowed, is if you drive something into the tree itself. Aval dofan ha ilan atzma lo mikrit sade. But the dof, the dofne ilan, the walls of the, like the tree itself, you like, as we use in Tafano, it's not considered stide ilan. Okay? But when it comes to the, the schach, how do you make it hang on the tree? You sort of, you, you chiseled out a little bit of a hole, some holes, and then you and put the schach in it. That's mishtamesh begufa ilan. That's no good. That's like kilamal. That's like being in the tree or on the tree. In other words, putting on the, the, the schach or putting in the basket is like, again, the basket is like, therefore, it's the line, and on the schach is like on the line itself. That's number one. That's why the Mechalek, he brings a Mishnah There's more you need to talk about here, but not, we don't have much time. Now, however, the Gemara then continues. So the Hada Yalfa Min the fact that the, we've explained that the, the Mishnah, Mishnah are two different scenarios means they can inform one and the other. Meaning, So therefore, if we said the only issue with the case of Sukkah is that the Shach was Mamash Mishtamesh Biguf Shililan, that means if you say hammer in some pegs and then put the Shach on it, it wouldn't be a problem to go in on Yontav because it's Tidayelan. However, Min Hada um, you can also inform the other way. If I then, if I took my eruv and I put it inside a hole in the tree itself, that's mishdamish begufo shelan. So even if it's below ten tefachim from the ground, you wouldn't be able to do it. It would say eruv eruv. It would work because it's only misumah the rabbanan. However, asul to lotal to law. So I'm Rav Yosa. He says no. Bein hacha bein taman minatzad. Sorry, minatzad here. Really, it makes no difference. The gam, the both minatzad. So Maikadun, Kaida Amarabiako Baracha Bishem Rabbizira to Rabbi Shimon Ben Alazihi. In other words, Mishdamesh Pitsidelan is a machlokar. In other words, Bain Minasuka Bain Eruvin, 
Bishneim chashi min atzad. They're both considered min atzad. The gam nismach al gufa yilan. Even if I'm taking the schach and hanging it and 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 resting it on the on the body of the tree itself, that's also considered min atzad. That's also min atzad. And the wise mutar for eruv because that's shitat Rabbi Shimon ben Elazari. Why? Let's read the Gemara. The Tani Rabbi Shimon Elazar umotel lishtamish al tzide behema beShabbos. You're allowed to use the tzadim, the sides of a behema on Shabbat. And what's that got to do with anything? Important, let's read Reb Chaim. He says, Despite the fact I'm not allowed to ride an animal, on ride a horse on Shabbat, I'm not allowed to also rest anything on his back. You're allowed to use the sides of an animal. What's that mean? So, because when it says, they're both Isur with Rabbana. Because Be'ilan, the issue of Mishdamesh Be'ilan is what? Shema Yalevit Losh. The concern is you're going to climb the tree and start pricking things off it. Or Be'ema, why can't I ride an animal? That Shema Yachtoch Smura, I might break off a branch or, or some sort of makel or some sort of staff, Lani God, to use it to drive the animal. The boat is Sumba de Rabbanan. Hilka ki heichid the Shimon the day, just as we see according to Rabbi Shimon Malazar, there's a difference between Gufo and Stad and Sad. The Tzidei Behema Shari, we talked about that before. That's in terms of like you were sort of leaning on the side of the animal to fasten things on and things like that. Af Tzidei Ilan, the Tzidei Shari, also according to his shit, it's Mutar. Who brighted the Eruvin to Shamina made Tzidei Lan Shari, that brighter that we saw, that was said that if it's below 10 Fachim in the ground, it would work and you're allowed to access the Eruv. That must be that. That's 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 Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Atya. And against that, and that the 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 Mishnah in Sukkah that must be Shir Chachamim that was also to use Tzidelan. So in other words, we see the the Brighton Mishnah a different. It's a Machlokat Tanaim. That's a way to resolve against the what appeared to be a contradiction because there's a Machlokat whether you can use Tzidelan. Okay, that's where that's where we're up to. Right. Have a good day, everyone. Brother.